passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. I can't believe we've gotten this far into the program. Oh, no, I can. There's no and, and do we, we do we want to do it? Well, I mean, it was the biggest headline in the country, right? It yeah. was it was leading yeah. the the national uh you know, sports shows. Go, it was definitely leading the uh, social media. Let me go, just tell you that. Go Zanderson. Tom uh, Hamilton, that is very funny. Tribute to uh Ali knocking out Frazier and uh and to Howard Cosell, very funny that he it was not funny that Tim went down. The whole thing was just kind of I, – I mean, I've seen baseball fights. I've seen – that used to happen with kind of a, a bit of regularity to it. And Last frankly, century. Well, in the <laughs> 90s, let's say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, last but, century. Yeah, that's true, last century. But I can't believe – I know there's bad blood between these two teams, and we know that the Guardians – were celebrating and, you know, chanting Tony LaRusse's name, and they were very happy that they won the division last year. But, man, that I, I can't remember seeing anything like that. And I know that, that Jose Ramirez put a finger in Tim Anderson's face. I mean, I watched the replays a thousand times, and I was actually – I had it on – Believe it or not, I, I don't know why, because I vowed I was not going to watch the White Sox. Um, but goodness gracious, that was Tim's just, he just snapped. And the minute, like, you know, we love the expression, you want to drop the gloves, because that has to do with hockey and, and the silliness of guy dropping his gloves and squaring off. Tim literally dropped the glove. I mean, he tore his glove off and he got into this very kind of good form looking he got his hands up and he was ready to protect his face because he was going to throw and he showed you know he, he i thought for a second oh no 
like he's going to chop this guy's ears off because the way he he set up, I just thought he was going to throw the jab and set up. Like he looked like he was ready for a boxing match. Unfortunately, it was one of those, you know, Jake Paul ones where guys are just flailing away and, and he got caught. I mean, if I'm scoring that fight, that's a TKO. All right. I mean, he, he may have, he, he definitely went down. He got up like, you know, someone said he got up like a gymnast who didn't want you to realize or a figure skater didn't want you to realize he fell and kind of hopped back up. But he he was then stumbling as he was trying – as they were pulling him away. I mean, he – Tim, TKO. Sorry. That's a TKO. The phrase, everybody has a plan until they get hit in the mouth, was just <laughs> – epitomized with what how that developed he threw that glove down because he had a plan and then he got hit in the I mean I don't even know if he got in the mouth he got hit like in the side of the jaw oh boy and he went back because like when I watched it full speed it didn't look that bad it's like oh what happened but then you watch the slow-mo you see how he got oh he he, I mean that wasn't a phantom punch yeah (laughs) no he got one he definitely caught one and you get hit there that, that you know, the button of the chin is the is where you get knocked out, and he kind of, I mean that. I saw everything from glass jaw jokes yeah, to oh, just oh. you know Roy Wood Jr., who's uh you know a comedian from Alabama, yeah. was like, you know the the state of Alabama asked for you know just a pause at this time, you know, you're like <laughs> it it was. It was like a, it was a very, oh, everybody boy. from Chicago, the South Side specifically, Alabama. Just all the Tim Anderson fans. I know somebody said they felt like they couldn't rock their Tim Anderson jersey anymore, so I'm not going to name any names. But I, wow. I, I, it's just, it was sad, man. And, and it, it, it kind of epitomized the Sox season, Tim yes. Anderson season, the jokes about hits and the inability oh, to hit. Yeah. Like, it was just too easy. Yeah, he, he uh, and then he went nuts on that Twitter, did you see? Yeah, and deleted his tweet, right? And, and yeah. you know, he left the field of play and came back. Like, yeah. the suspension is going to be lengthy. Yeah, and do you think it'll be lengthy? It's going to be double digits. It'll be today? Uh, oh, definitely it'll be yeah. uh, probably about by about end of business uh, today. Jose Ramirez better get a bit of a suspension. Oh, yeah, too. I think he'll get like, so my prediction is Ramirez gets 10 games, Anderson gets 15. But I could also see it being like hmm. uh, wow. 10 and 20. I could see that too, like because because this isn't what baseball wants. No, no, and it has been like you said, it's They've still it up. a headline yep. today. Well, I, I mean, if you watch the game, that was was that Saturday, right? Yeah, that so was Saturday. That, so Friday, they played. Um, yeah, I'm confused because they were on Peacock and it threw me off yesterday. Um, so so on Friday, Tim. Um, there's a play at second where a guy steals and Tim shoves his arm off the base and tags him. And then they, they called the guy safe and he was safe. And Tim clearly shoved his arm off the base, like pushed him off the base, but he did tag him when he was off the base. And then they went and looked at it again and they called him out. And, and uh, Terry Francona just lost his mind and he came charging out. So he was thrown out of that game. And I think that's what was on Ramirez's mind. So then he, uh, you know, Michael Kopech has like a no-hitter going. He's pitching well. And and Ramirez gets a double, and he comes in, 
and he kind of slides under Tim, throws pretty good, and he puts the tag on him. And Ramirez, like, felt he was tagged too hard. But he also said in his little, and we'll play it for you later, but he he basically said that um, he has no business doing that to a young player and pushing the guy off the base. So that was on his mind when he got up and the two of them went, like, squared off and he put his finger in his face because he was mad about what had happened the day before. But, uh, but man, I mean. No, it was definitely a buildup. It wasn't what, yeah. just what happened on Saturday. This yes. is a, this is a, and it may even predate the, the play you're talking about that got overturned mm. because these guys yeah. have history. Yep. I mean, they, they don't play each other 19 times this year, but they have in the past. I so, <laughs> oh, you want to go back to the old schedule? Uh, oh, my God. Have you seen what the Sox record is if they were with the old schedule? They have a winning record. Let me ask you a question. I, I mean, Molly, listen. Molly, just, Molly, Molly. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you want the truth or do you want more deception and lies and mirages? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, the problem is, Marshall, all I'm going to get is more deception and lies. And and uh, they, at least this, this way, at least so awful. At least this way. They have to do something. Th- at least this way. Yeah. We now know, hey, your division, which we knew, but we kind of could work around, your division is awful, and that's the only reason you were successful in previous years in this era, this window that is now officially slammed shut on somebody's fingers probably at this point. So now at least, because you only play each other three, 13 times a season and you play everybody else in Major League Baseball, you know where you stand. I Okay. And, and I'm and good with that. You're right, but – I would like them to only play within the division. And then, and then you think they're really good, and then something and goes and then wrong in the playoffs. Get the playoffs. Yeah. The playoffs yeah. is the reality But maybe check. they would delude themselves as well. Um, listen, this is bad stuff. There's th- nothing good happening around the White Sox. Um, it, it, it is awful stuff, and it, it gets even worse because Jesse Rogers wrote a story where he talked to uh, uh, Kenyon uh, Middleton um, about what it's like playing for the White Sox. Apparently, he said that he shaved immediately when he was going to the Yankees. Which is hilarious. Which is what the Yankees want you to do. Exactly. And he was like, there are rules. And so he wanted to follow rules. Apparently, there are no rules with the Chicago White Sox. So it's important to get that kind of stuff out there, that you got guys sleeping in the clubhouse, you know, sleeping in the bullpen, I mean, you need some rest, just go to a Sox game. That's that's where we're at now. They'll give you a little place to, to put your head down. That is pathetic. That is that is so indicting on the – and I think it's, you know, it, it's apparently a holdover from Tony, but Pedro Grafolt, you've got, you got more interest in being friends with everyone than in discipline than in disciplining anyone. When I read the story, I was like, okay, so – Everybody wants to be or wants to play for a quote unquote player's manager. Yeah. But there has to be some clear delineation about what that means and that there are rules in place. And it was a disheartening story to read because it told it tells me even though you got brand new management in there, nothing changed. That is disheartening. It is uh And 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 people are longing for eighty one and eighty one. You know, I mean, but just just you know, think about that. That was, you know, that was considered an abject failure because you finished 500. Now, you know, we we uh, aspire 
to 500. That's how, what are they? 20 something games back, 20, 23, 23, 23 games, games under. under, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Only 14 games back. Only 14 Think games about that. That's out of first. Pathetic. They could, they could, they could quick 14 game winning streak and then they'll regret trading. I, I just, that was a joke with, with, no, I, I got you. Yeah, I, I, there's nothing serious. Uh, <laughs> You look at who they they did not move before the trade deadline. And, you yes. know, everybody was you. You could go kick the tires on anything in the White Sox organization yeah. leading up to the deadline. I really wonder what's going to happen in the off season. Well, it's a good question. Like uh, when I say like yes. you talk about the term "blow it up." Yes. Like this seems like it's ripe for just everything, <laughs> and, and and maybe yeah. this behavior slash. The end result, let's say they finish 30-plus yeah. games under 500. Could Rick Hahn and company actually be gone? No, because Rick Hahn doesn't really do anything because if you want to make a trade, ask Kim Ng. You call Kenny to get the deal done. She's uh, decided to trade for Berger, so she calls Kenny. Now, she used to work at the franchise, and she knows Kenny, but she didn't call Rick. He was there, too, because Rick's been here for 22 years. Yeah, so so I'm asking, like, if there's not going to be a reset, tell me why they don't just trade everyone and, and just I, really – and, and, and like I said, it's an endless perpetual cycle because even if you trade and get all these prospects, can you develop the prospects? Well, that is the, that's the biggest question out there. I, I got to tell you, I, I, I think you're adding insult to the injury of this season with what happened with Tim, and then you, you think about this story and the idea that there's no discipline at all. I mean, there there are bad stories coming out about these this team, and frankly, I believe them all. It's it's almost better that the Cubs are just doing what they're doing right now because it's taking away it's taking the, away like all the pressure. We just yeah. we would really be hammering this home if if the Cubs had lost that series over the weekend. Oh my god! All right, we got a ton to get to. We're going to break down all the stories of the weekend, and there's many, many, many of them, and we'll do that during the pick six next. It's Mully and Hall. We've got Marshall Harris this morning on. Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 to score. Down goes Anderson! Down goes Anderson!